in this episode, we will talk about how to ask the right questions to get the best outcome from a feedback session. Thank you for joining us on Give, Receive, Improve podcast with Lisa Lam and Sawana Ali. This podcast was inspired to help you, new managers, to overcome the challenges of managing and leading people. We have a combined experience of over 50 years in leadership and management roles. So we know, and I mean we know, the struggles and rewards of leading individuals and teams. We believe that you should not be facing your challenges alone. So let's start this journey together. To find out more, check out our respective sites at lisalamcoach.com and sawanaali.com. As mentioned just now, in this episode, we will talk about how to ask the right questions to get the best outcome from a feedback session. We want to be able to answer two key questions. Number one, how can we be more intentional in responding to feedback? Is there a magic formula? And number two, what are the do's and don'ts when asking questions? The goal is to find ways to be most effective in using feedback as a tool for self-improvement. Let's get going. For me, it has been an interesting period this month. I've had several dialogues with fellow entrepreneurs on learning culture and continuous improvement. One of the key learnings of the session is that many of them underrate the value of feedback. And that stems from the fact that every type of communication is treated in the form of initiate and response. Someone says A and I respond with B. Info in and info out. And at the organizational level, there's always some fear around a couple of possibilities. Firstly, the possibility of being penalized for being truthful about specific behavioral observations. And secondly, the fear of breaching trust and hurting the feeling of your colleagues. Well, obviously, people respond to feedback differently. It is not a one-size-fits-all. Integral to this is how to ask the right questions. People respond to questions, and when they do, a number of factors come into play. Not only what you ask, how you ask it, and your body language when asking it can result in positive or negative reactions from the person you communicate with. Right, Lisa? Is there any magic formula, you reckon, in asking questions? Yes, Al, I think it's really important that we know what sort of questions to ask and how to ask it. But before we get to that, I just want to quickly cover what is feedback so that we're all on the same page. Feedback that are effective should be specific, should have a clear impact statement, it should be solution-driven, and there should be joint accountabilities at the end of that discussion. So let's break this down to two different scenarios. The first scenario, and I believe this is the most common one, is when you receive vague or very generic feedback that is basically disguised as feedback. When feedback is generic, it is essentially not feedback because feedback by definition needs to be specific. However, every discussion opportunity should not be wasted. You are still able to get the benefits of feedback by asking questions that will help you to get to the level of detail that you need in order for you to know whether you should do anything about it or not. So, how do we get to the real nuggets and the real nitty-gritty details for you to find it meaningful and actionable? To get the right answers, you must be able to ask the right questions. To get specific details, you must ask specific questions. 
It is helpful to go back to basics here again to know what are questions to begin with. I mean, there are various types of questions. For example, those that are open-ended, those that are very leading or loaded questions that you typically see in lawyers, closed type of questions that basically gives you a yes or no answer, and also questions that are more probing. So things that will help you to discover more information, each with its applications and best use situations. In our situation where we want to gather information in an open discussion, the best way to go about it is to use probing questions. Questions that start with what or how. For example, you would say something like, what specific actions do I need to address? Or what are the three things that I need to work on? Or how could I demonstrate these behavior? So let's bring this into a practical situation. You have a review session. You have now been given some feedback. And the feedback is, you've done a great job. Well done. And that's it. Now, of course, it's always nice to hear compliments, but there is nothing in what that was just said that is able to help you know specifically what did you do a good job in or what needs to be improved upon. Now, in my early days, I would have just said thank you. I would have smiled and said, great, that's it. I did not know or it never occurred to me that I could even ask for more information. However, after a little bit more training and awareness, and maybe also more confidence as I progressed in my work and my career, I realized that I was missing out on a great opportunity to learn if I did not take this opportunity to ask for more information. Now, one of the best ways of getting more information is to start the conversation with, tell me more, or could you help me to further understand this? This basically guides the discussion and the answer to be more specific or something that is useful for you. Depending on what you uncover, you can then further explore growth opportunities with specific questions, such as, what three things could I be working on to demonstrate more leadership qualities? Or, what should I stop doing that interferes with my current performance? As a side note, a common mistake that we all make is to follow up with a generic question, such as, what do I need to improve on? Now, there are probably a million things that I will need to improve on, but without the question being specific, I cannot expect the answers to be of any good quality. So let me quickly summarize. Number one, when the feedback that you have received is vague or generic, don't just accept it, but give yourself permission to find out more. Number two, start with a non-confrontational approach. And typically you would ask questions with, tell me more or help me to understand, as this will help open up the discussion. Number three, ask specific questions to get specific answers. Moving on to the second scenario or challenge in any feedback situation is when we ask or receive feedback at an ad hoc nature or that is not well prepared. To give valuable or effective feedback, time and preparation is required. This is because there needs to be some thought put into it before you can give good feedback to anyone. Because it needs to be specific, it needs to highlight the implication and action that needs to be addressed and joint accountabilities to move forward. Random feedback gathering most, will most likely give you random comments or opinions. We want to use our time wisely and not waste the opportunity. Now, there is another aspect of getting the answers that you want, which essentially lies in timeliness of seeking or receiving feedback. 
But before I talk about timeliness, Sel, how have you asked questions to help you move forward? That is really a very good question, Lisa. Looking back, I must say that I've learned so much about feedback all these years. And asking the right questions is absolutely paramount to the success of giving and receiving feedback. So, how do I ask questions to help me move forward? I particularly like to follow up on a couple of things that you just said. The first one is about not to waste the opportunity to learn more, which in this scenario would mean to give the opportunity for a giver of the feedback to really explain herself, even if she starts with a comment. For instance, someone says this to you, Bravo, good job, well done. Typically, we are quick enough, like you said just now, to just be happy about it and move on. Instead, think of it differently. Why not you just stay with the giver of the feedback for a moment and probe more? Ask her three questions like, What do you like about it? Which part do you think was great? And is there any area that you think I can do better? These three questions will definitely open up the opportunity to determine specific area that you can improve further. Remember, this is all about improvement. And another point that I want to say is the importance of being present during a feedback process. Listen and engage. Oftentimes, you will find that you may not get the answer that will help you improve right away, so you need to go with the flow. And in this scenario, the nuggets that you mentioned just now, Lisa, will come in handy. It will really help a great deal. You know that subtle clarifying questions that sound like a statement rather than a question? I've used that a lot. Tell me more. Or you care to elaborate. Or how do you mean? These types of questions or open-ended questions enable you to drill down and dive deeper based on the responses from the giver of the feedback then you must continue to follow on with other questions as relevant. I encourage you to keep on questioning until you are clear of the action that you need to take to improve your specific interests. And going through the flow this way will surprisingly convert the random comment such as great job, well done, to some other meaningful actions that you can take forward even to step up higher. So, now Lisa... As far as you are concerned, in your mind, how should we ask questions? Yeah, one of the first things to remember is how to start the question. As we mentioned before, how we start the question is important because we don't want to put the other person in a defensive position or to feel threatened or to feel like we are accusing the person. Now, we all know in any feedback session, it is always a very tense environment to begin with. So we don't want to add to that tension unnecessarily. So I would suggest that we always start with something non-confrontational, like tell me more, or could you please elaborate? These sort of approaches will help you open up the discussion and provide you with more information. You can then proceed to ask questions that will help you gain insight and understanding with questions such as, you know, what specific competency or skills should I be focusing on to help me improve in my sales management abilities or my sales pipeline management abilities? Or how should I go about gaining this particular skill that would help me be a better leader? Or things like what demonstrable behavior would indicate that I'm at level four of this competency? So you can then ask specific questions that will help you to get the answers that you need. 
So therefore, questions that starts with what or how are really good starting points to help you to get the specific informations that you need. It would not put the person in a defensive position, but actually help you guide the conversation to be clear and specific in the outcomes that you need. Once again, I would try to avoid asking questions with why. And this is because the why question is very cyclical and reflective in nature. What that basically means is it could potentially lead you into a loop that never ends. Take a simple example. Why are you late? Oh, I forgot to put on the alarm. Why did you forget to put on an alarm? Uh, I don't know. Now that sort of answers, you know, that sort of question leads to an answer that, you know, is really kind of useless in the big context of things, right? It would be more beneficial to ask, what do we need to do with the time that we do have left? Or what should we be focusing on with the time we have left? Because there's no point going back and asking, you know, why was the person late? Because that obviously doesn't get you anywhere, right? I have personally asked a lot of why questions, and it does make it sound like I'm a lawyer or even smart. But unfortunately, it does not get me anywhere. In fact, it probably gets, you know, both parties to be fairly frustrated at the end of it. Therefore, wasting time with certain types of questions should be avoided. What do you think, Sal? Yeah, what's the point of being smart, right? If it doesn't get you anywhere. And we definitely do not want to waste time asking irrelevant questions. That said, don't get me wrong. You need to be smart to ask the right questions. And you need to be even smarter to ask the right questions to relate with different people and different personalities. Relatable, adaptable, flexible, all of this is about social awareness, knowing how you can effectively relate with people and the kind of impact that you bring to people around you. It is all situational, isn't it? I would recommend that you equip yourself with all the right skills to ask questions. You need to be able to decide on what type of questions to ask and when. You can mix the combinations of what, how, who, and why appropriately to gain the desired outcomes. I mean, when you need further explanation, ask open questions. When you need to, need to know a yes or no answer, you use a closed questions. And if you need to probe deeper, how to make it even more subtle. So as you go about doing this many, many times, you will get the hang of it and you're going to be an expert in terms of asking questions before you know it. The important point is respecting people comes first. Avoid being judgmental. A hybrid approach of mixing all types of questions in relation to your respective audiences will definitely get you a few notches ahead. Try it. Let me summarize. We have started this conversation with the intention of answering the question, how to ask the right questions to get the best outcome of a feedback session. Number one, have the right mindset with regards to feedback. Number two, know the type of questions and when to ask them. Number three, ask specific questions to get the right answers. Number four, ease a tense situation by starting the conversation with, tell me more. Five, remember to respect and avoid being judgmental to what you've heard. Well, we have come to the end of the session. Before we go, we will be covering giving feedback in tricky situations in the next episode. Please subscribe to the podcast and let us know what you would like to learn next and give us your feedback as we aim to continually improve on what we are doing. 
check out our websites at lesalamcoach.com and salwanali.com. Take care and remember, you are not alone in your struggles as a manager. Yeah.